Fab Radio International. Dot com. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes villains and aliens from a thousand worlds a billion years in the making you have reached the event horizon of starburst radio the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. And we're here to bring you the radio version of the Starburst magazine, the longest-running magazine of, of sci-fi, horror, and fantasy. We changed the tagline again. Yeah, and cult. We do do cult stuff, but we, we drop the cult entertainment from the uh, front of the mag window. Yeah. Sci-fi, horror, and fantasy, because at least it covers everything... And, you know, it may not be as pithy, but it does get across to people that we've got horror, we've got sci-fi, and we've got fantasy, and we've got uh, all other stuff as well. And and bunch of cults wouldn't really sell. That's right, yeah. We've been trying, we're just trying to, we're trying <laughs> to just sell as many as we can. And, and we've got one we're trying to sell now, haven't we? And it's sell, selling very well. Selling very well to we're the point. We're not having to try on this one. Yep, you, if you haven't got the latest issue... Is it 462? 462. 462 it is. And if you haven't got that issue, you need to go and get it, don't you? You do. And yeah. get it while you can. While it's, while it's mediumly warm. Um, and why should they go and get this issue? It's, it's 80s, isn't it? It's the 80s issue. Everybody yeah. loves the 80s. Hmm. Except Apparently. people who weren't born there. And yeah. then they think they love it. Oh, they do. They do. They like the music. A, young, a lot of young people like that music. Yeah. yeah. Because that's where today's music's come from. Well, it is. It is. Why, why do you think Stranger Things is so popular? Yeah, which, you know. uh, which comes back on Friday. It does indeed. You say come back, it, it, someone flicks a switch. Well, yes. Someone turns it on I know. so you can stream it I know. on Netflix. Don't miss it. I've yeah. seen the, we've all seen the trailers. It looks good, doesn't it? Well, the last two series have been good. Uh, yeah. People were a bit who are about the last one, but uh, I enjoyed it. Well, I mean, you did, it didn't have that big unexpected oomph that the first one did because you were waiting for it your probably expectations were massive yeah, and I still felt I thought it was a good good follow up yeah the first series came out of nowhere yeah you yeah. know nobody knew what it was going to be when it started mm. and then you know yeah well, I, did, I didn't mind the second I'd, yeah, uh, I enjoyed had, it had everybody in it but Barb <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's, she's got her own cult that 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 following affection for that character is 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 bizarre, isn't it? It is, but it's, I think it's it's well deserved. She was a 
a well-rounded character. Yeah, so it ended up a victim, though, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, you know, all the best characters are. So, yes, 80s goodness in Starburst magazine. Including the, the Starburst writer's top 80 films of the 80s. Yep. That, that is it. And again, as I said last week's show, there was no cheating. Everybody just nope. voted, and no matter oh. what happened, it all came in, and we just, we're just the messenger. Chris wouldn't allow me to cheat. You know, if I was you, telling him what to yeah. do, and he, he just overruled me. It's not yeah. nice. Well, if you don't... Um, yeah, if you if you don't agree with the with it, well, you can write in and do, get annoyed. And do write in. Yeah, but it is pretty. It's a pretty solid chart. There's there's some stuff that's not in there that I would have liked in there, but there's a lot of stuff in there that I was surprised got in there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of sort of like very very forgotten films in there as well. Yeah, which is what you want. Um, but they are the eighties. Not 80s. just the usual suspects. No, eighties. That was the nineties. It was a, yeah the the eighties was a great horror uh, era for the you know the video nasty the, they weren't all horrendously crap horror films there were some absolute gems in there yeah and that early to mid eighties you had a lot of Argento stuff mixed in around, amongst a load of crap and you know it was difficult to watch quality stuff and realise what you were watching, you sort of just rented a few things and then went, oh, hang on a minute, this is actually a brilliant film didn't you? you know? Oh yeah, yeah. And still do that now. Yeah, so but, it was good to it was good to get some of them back in the mag, but that's what we try to do uh, with Starburst, we try to have one, one foot in what's going on now, but we try to ground it and explain to people who are, are a bit younger and maybe they've not seen some of these films that maybe they should go along and see, you know, yeah. some some other interesting movies that maybe have been made before they were born. Take a look back in the uh, the recesses of Netflix and Amazon Prime. Yeah. Especially Amazon Prime because we can get a lot of stuff on there that's not necessarily been licensed. Right. Your people could put their own stuff up as well. So. Oh, right, I see. So always worth checking Pop. out. The, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I just wondered. No, no, no. Do they no, do no. porn, Amazon? No. YouTube do. YouTube doesn't. That's RedTube. YouTube, Red, isn't it? RedTube. What it's... about you, porn? Yeah, I don't know of anything. About I don't that. think that's. I don't think that's YouTube though. It's that, not official. They? It's not sanctioned by Google. Yeah. You can Google while you're watching it. But... Oh yeah, but uh, it's not. Yeah, they. Yeah, YouTube do not operate you, porn. No. But I'm just don't, saying... Don't start that rumour out there, folks. It's out there. What, like the rumour that we're owned by a multinational Shh, broadcasting yeah, company? Yeah, don't tell everybody that. Yeah, I know. I had to justify that twice so far. <laughs> and and in and the confusing thing to me is it's not like we're doing a professional job or something. Well, it's, you know... If it, it, it takes a lot of uh, skill to be this inept. Indeed, it does. To act this inept. Indeed, it does. So just to fill everybody in, where this is another shorter show tonight because we're in the middle of deadline. It, but basically, we went away, we are in the States, then we did a show out, out there that went out here, then we came back and at short notice we did last week's show, which was shorter. Then we're on deadline, but do not worry, we will be back to full strength very soon. We're in two weeks' time. We are changing the time that we go out at and we will be Wednesday 8 o'clock until 10 o'clock at night and we are staying at that time and that slot forever it's just that we have had or until we decide we want to change again well there you go, I'm just saying (laughs) we've had email after email after email apparently 11 o'clock is a bit late for a school night for some people so I want to we want to make sure that 
as many people that are listening that that want to listen to it live can listen to it live because mm. not everybody's into podcasts. Yeah, However, exactly. if you are into podcasts, this will be of no relevance whatsoever, except you will hear the adverts that say every Wednesday, 8 until 10, instead of the usual. So, yeah. That's about it. And, really. and if they are into podcasts... Yep. Why haven't you subscribed? Indeed, you Why should. Why haven't you rated us? And the rating is very important Why to us. Why haven't you give us a little review? Yep. A nice one. So. A review, a five-star review goes a long way. It keeps us fed for it, weeks. It, it keeps Mr. Mike here very, very happy. It does, because it helps us go up the charts and people notice us, then we get even more listeners, so that's really good. Yep. So tonight we, we're going to do a review, of, a non-spoiler review of Spider-Man Far From Home. Yep. at the end and um, so it'll be after the next break towards the end and we've got obviously a bit of news we'll go through there's been some big news and some not so big news but there was a very big piece of news today i don't know whether we should lead in with that i think we should because it's unavoidable isn't it and we could actually probably throw this open to people and what do they think of this indeed the walking dead comic which has been going for a long 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 time five now. years uh, oh, wait, oh, no, 15 years. So, lot, sorry, yeah, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, well, a lot longer yeah. than that. And I think it was about 2004, something yeah. like that. I know and, I had a five in it. Yeah. And it's been going relentlessly. Obviously, the TV show was spawned from this. The TV show's been going 10 years. And, yeah, all the major plot lines, even though they've diverged quite a bit lately because some of the actors and actresses wanted to leave the show so they couldn't follow the exact same storyline as the comic. They've changed a bit. The, the comic has still been the major inspiration for the show creatively. Mm. They've they've not strayed crazy from it. But what I do like is they have changed some bits because I was watching it early on. I knew what happened in the comic and I'm waiting for stuff and then suddenly somebody else dies instead. And that's a very cool way of doing it. The, some characters were made up. Daryl was an original creation. He's not from the comic book. Worked very well. They all loved him. Yeah, no, this is it. So the, the show and the comic book, even though they're so tightly linked, they are two different animals. Mm. But one couldn't exist without the other. True. I don't think now. Because the Walking Dead comic got a massive influx of readers as well. At the point it was doing okay. It had a cult following rather than a commercial following. Yeah. So at least we know now that it, uh, it, it's it got to issue 193. And sadly, uh, Kirkman announced, shockingly, because normally... Uh, I've been following comic books and I would hear eight months, six months before you'd hear, yes, this is the final storyline. They they build up to it because they want to get pre-sales and they want to get They do. They want to make sure that you're really all there, even people who've drifted off, come back, buy a few back issues and get ready to see how it all ends. But no, he's just done it out of the blue. He said this show has shocked people. It was famous for shocking people, and I wanted to take people by surprise. If I And the Cheeky Bug has been on social media over the last two months talking about his plans for issue 200. Yeah. Well, Yet the, he knew. The next two issues uh, were solicited yeah. in Diamond. Yeah. yeah. This, the trade, this, the trade order it. book, uh, and they've it. been instantly cancelled. Yeah, well, it, it's a brave move. It's a very brave move. He's done. It's, it's, it's good that it's been kept under wraps. And it's a and it's a really strange number, hundred ninety three. I mean, yeah. a bit like what you couldn't do in other seven issues. No, he, he deliberately wanted this to be a shock, and The Walking Dead 
is no more. And the issue 192 had a very dramatic development that even if it had have continued would have made would have the changed comic book yeah. very different. So I think that the I think it might be a it might be a good idea, bad idea, but it does take me back to the days of reading comic books when I was five, six, you know, seven, eight, really young reading Marvel comics because this would happen then. Yeah. Because I I remember reading um, we, we had no news about this. Oh, no, no, that, so. you didn't. So so you would read a comic book and suddenly at the end, it seemed like the end, and then on the letters page, there'd just be a tiny paragraph from the creative team just going, well, that's it. Sadly, the sales were not great, so they, we're out of here. They you very know. rarely said yeah. that. But they did say that. <laughs> they did say they that. They did say that. Right. some of them. Right. <laughs> it, it, Tomb of Dracula. The the guy, uh, Gene, because it was the same creative team on Tomb of Dracula. You had Gene Colan, uh, Tom Palmer, Inks, and, um, and Marv Wolfman. And the three of them, they, they not only said why it was ending, they actually said, yeah, we were forced that we had an option of doing a black and white comic book, which would then start a new storyline, something new, um, a black and white magazine, rather. Mm. And we were said, said that if we wanted to, we, we could do that but we'd have to just finish it earlier than we were going to so we had to rush the storyline but we hope we've done it justice and and I thought my god I've never heard all this and then when they then did Tomb of Dracula black and white magazine yeah. treasury size proper, proper big mag and it ran, it ran bi-monthly for a year and then issue 6 again out of the blue picked up issue 6 and then at the very end yeah it, um, they were as honest again about it, and he <laughs> said, and they said, "Sorry, it, Dracula's faced a lot of foes over the years, but but falling sales figures have proved to be the the final demise." And and Gene Colan drew Dracula with with a stake being shoved in him by an accountant. Brilliant. Yeah, and that, that's that's it. But you would you didn't get any news so i know what this is like suddenly you're picking up like uh, a comic book and then you get to the end and go wow this sound this feels like it's finishing what's going on the story's coming to an end and then the final page it's like yep see ya because comics got brutally cancelled yeah, back yeah. then like now you'll get even if they decide to cancel it they'll do three or four issues and they'll announce that they're going to yeah, be the because, final issue. Because, like we said, they want get that, the sales that in. big yeah. boost. And sometimes, you know, it can reverse the, the decision if a load of people pile on. And, well, then they do know. the reboot title, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. They do it from number one again. Yeah. But they, but they say it's a brave move. It's a brave move. And to me, it's very retro. Yeah. Well, can, can I ask you something about the, the Walking Dead comic? Because mm. I've not, mm. I've not really been a reader of it or anything like that. Yeah. When... They picked up the audience from the TV series, yeah. which is a natural thing to do. Mm. Was there any kickback from people going, why is it in black and white? No, no. Um, it was really, because of the the way it looks and the way it is, it's done. No, I haven't heard that. But then again, the, the internet, pretty much people who are online it, talking about The Walking it, Dead it comic, it, they, they all know. Yeah. They all know. And but I'm sure there would be some... Of the, the non-comic book readers who yeah. picked it up thinking, oh, God, this is a, a book of this. I think the more, they'd be more... Especially when they're in the um, the trade paperback editions. I read a few complaining that Daryl wasn't in the comic. That was on a couple of letters pages. And when somebody was saying, look, you know he's a popular character. Can you bring him into this? Because sometimes 
in comic books. They've well, been really popular characters in stuff like Arrow. Harley and Quinn. they've yeah, and they've turned yeah. up. Yeah, they've turned yeah. up in the comic book. And but he's resisted that. And he no, did, but but I suspect that's because he's talking. He wants to be on good terms with the show, and they're like, "Well, that's their their hook." But also, you know, that's they going off what he said about finishing it. He wanted to do it on his own terms. Yeah, every know. single step of the way. He's the only person who's ever written one from yeah. from the beginning to the end, apart from the short run of. of Dracula. Well, that's 70, though. It's not yeah. sure. Well, yes. That's, but compared no, that, to 193. That, that was bi-monthly, though. <laughs> yeah. So so for a lot of that that run, that was a bi-monthly comic, so you got six of those a year. I don't even think they do one now, Marvel, no. that's bi-monthly. And they, but it was bi-monthly because they wanted to keep that team together. And it was, uh, it's it's been, it's been, it's always better for that. It is, because every time a comic book loses the writer, the artist, whatever, it always feels jarring. It changes the It's jarring. It's very jarring. It's bad enough when you've got TV episodes directed by somebody different every time. Yeah. You can tell a slight difference. Well, you could tell with The Walking Dead. I mean, sometimes when they change showrunner, my God, you you always felt a jar. And Mm. sometimes not not for good good reasons, as you found out over the last... um, the last couple of years, but however, the it's been pulled back on tracks, hasn't it? You know. Yeah, well, certainly has the last uh, young people looking forward to seeing Rick in his little mini film or whatever it is. Well, I'm more looking forward to that than the show mm. because I, I think there's a lot of answers to that story. I like, I want to know who this res- vestige of the government or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, I I found it interesting in the first season when they got to the CDC and they were talking about why this is happening. Yeah. It's a disease. Why? Why is it? What do we do about it? I thought that was great. Though. Yeah, I thought that was going to go somewhere yeah. further as well. Yeah, and I liked uh, I like to think there would be a cure or an out or some ending to it rather than I, I think I'd be disappointed personally if it ended where oh well the world's sort of rebuilding itself. Zombies are just around. We're just going to have to cope with that. Never mind. I'd be bored with that. I I think. But I, I think that's probably the more likely to be the realistic. Oh, it will be. Yeah. If, it, if it that's will. the way things went, that'd be the realistic. But way. but a lot, I'd like it if they got a cure or did something because they've done harsh reality all the way through the show, well, and it'd be good be a, to be outlandish at the end. It wouldn't be a cure. It'd be more like a. Uh, mm. What's it? A tetanus type thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, you know, well, yeah, yeah. And when, then everybody, when, when yeah. you die, you're not gonna. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. then eventually, the these zombies will rot away to nothing, and then you reclaim the world, sort of thing. Mm. But you know my thoughts on it. I always said you should just piss off to an island somewhere. And um, <laughs> well, yeah, because there'd they'd be no just kill the ones that are in your immediate vicinity. Make sure you're on a place surrounded by you know some fortification or an island. It'd be perfect. And then you know bunker down and even if you chill out there and live a life and do stuff read some books play some video games whatever um I it's got electricity yeah well you, you know you hope don't you um <laughs> and wait and then in five years time these things are rotting bags of puss aren't they then they're yeah. not they're not going to be a massive threat to you I mean, I, I but find it's, not, it, it's the new people that are dead that are the threat. Yeah, I know. Well, then eventually, though, they all die out, don't they? Yeah, I mean, if did you're they, just on your island. Did they establish that you had to be scratched to actually? Yeah, they did. Didn't yeah, they, they did. They had yeah. them yeah. poison darrows. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, 
providing you no one ever gets bit then mm. so yeah if someone dies of a heart attack you don't yeah is that it I think that's what they were trying to get but I thought that. it was something in the blood where where you came back anyway I wasn't sure no I think, I think because they did that big attack didn't they yeah oh I'm confused now yeah you know I found Randall right he turned but he wasn't bit How's that possible? Like, what the hell happened? Shane killed Randall. Just like he always wanted to. And then the herd got him? We're all infected. What? By the CDC. Jenner told me. Whatever it is, we all carry it. I think they've not really made it 100%. No, they haven't at all. And then you've got the issue with animals that keep going on about why are the animals all right? Yeah, because some of them have been... Yeah, because it cost a fucking fortune (laughs) to do zombie dogs charging across the field after you and zombie birds and fucking zombie butterflies. You know, that's why. You'd never get away from them. Yeah, fucking zombie butterflies, you know, and and zombie, zombie, actual zombie houseflies. You know, oh, God. well, they'd all they're be on ba- you. Yeah, bad enough anyway. And then you'd be dead if one of them just landed on you because they do, they sting you or something. A mosquito yeah. would kill you. Yeah. See, so, they, yeah, you were, you couldn't have zombie creatures. They had to just be humans. We, we, we'd be wiped out in no time. Too much of a problem, isn't it? Well, it's, it's a writing problem and it's a special effects problem. But I do like the idea. You say, I like the idea of zombie creatures you know i liked it one of the few things i liked about that new predator film was you know the the pred the the predator dogs yeah (laughs) but that wasn't a new thing that was it because they were in uh, they've been in it before i i even that wasn't original yeah never mind well we're coming up on our first break so we can have a break then we've got a bit more news for you then we can talk about spider-man and don't forget to email in it's studio at fabradiointernational.com and we'll deal with your emails right after this. The Naked Witch. Mercy! The most chilling, most terrifying motion picture you have ever seen. The Naked Witch. The shocker of all shockers. Rated R. Come early, beat the crowds. It's breaking records everywhere. Starburst Magazine. The world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. All the latest from the fantasy genre. Available from any good newsagent, or you can download to your tablet today. Embrace the alternative with Fab Radio. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. We have a few emails, and Mike the Cock Caldwell is on, and he's saying, Chaps, you're live from Caesar's Palace podcast was decent as usual. I enjoyed the white knuckle ride of whether or not you'll get collared for making an illegal recording end up round the back of the casino getting your head slowly crushed in a vice by a Joe Pesci lookalike well to be honest we did get kind of rumbled but she just couldn't be bothered. Did you leave that in? I did leave it in yeah yeah, because yeah, there was too much back and forth yeah. while all that was going on if you cut <laughs> it out a load of stuff didn't make sense you know the conversation was top notch. The highlight for me was the bit about knob cheese, which rarely, rarely gets the airtime it so richly deserves in these oh so PC times. <coughs> However, at one point, Mike, you made the mistake of describing knob cheese as the crusted residue a man finds after sex with a woman. Not so. The substance is actual fanny batter. Knob cheese 
On the other hand, it's merely dead skin cells originating from the male member itself and can be found on any wankers John Thomas. Happy to clear that up. Um, best not lump the two together, yours in sophistication. Yeah, I, I, I agree that is that is it, a mistake it, I made. It's a fine yeah. line. Yeah, it is. It's a very it's fine line. But, funny but I, I agree, he is, he is correct there. Um, Lozzie's saying he's excited about a TV show. He's just watched the uh, preview for The Boys. And it says, looks amazing. What are your thoughts? Now, I saw part of this trailer, but I can't bloody remember it. It's been a busy week. There yeah. were loads of trailers dropped I know, I've, read, I've read something about it the other day, and it did look, it look interesting. Yeah, so. but I do remember thinking it looks good. But I'll give it a watch. Why not? Yeah, might get, as well. get a chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, well, a lot of stuff I'm watching is coming to an end, so I can just start doing some more stuff that's, you know, that's needed for the show, sort of thing. Because, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, my problem is them bloody CW shows come on. And, and then the, I'm, the 20 odd episodes, I'm watching yeah. them, I'm watching four of them as well as other stuff, and then you're trying to keep up to date with them, not have them ruined. It's uh, yeah. it's it, isn't it? You've got the Marvel Universe at the cinema, so you've got to keep ponying up every three months and go and see one of them. Then you're watching the DC stuff in the on TV, and you know it, the the DC stuff's pretty good because they're doing Crisis on Infinite Earths this year, right. and well, it's Arrow's last season. Arrow's been going seven years. It's eight eighth year this this uh, year and that's it he's decided to leave the the lead so rather than just have someone else take on the mantle and it's not Oliver Queen it's someone else which they could have done because yeah. the comics done it loads they just decided no do you know what we'll go out while people still love the show they're going to have the crossover between Legends and Supergirl and the Flash and Arrow and it's going to be Crisis on Infinite Earths which is the most Famous multi-part comic book story ever told, and I mean it's it's seismic that someone's doing that, and you could only do that story because at the time it was done in 1985, the comics were a mess. They were a mess of continuity because you you had years and years and years of DC, all the characters aging, but it's never addressed. So you had a character that you're supposed to think has fought in World War Two, who's in a comic book in 1979, and, and he's obviously 30-odd, you know. Yeah. And you had a lot of problems like that. So they addressed it with a multiverse where the older Superman that you remember from Action Comics number one, he's on that Earth and he fought in World War Two. this new Superman's. And he, and, but even then it became a mess. So they yeah. decided, well, we're going to have it all fold into itself. There's going to be a crisis. And then at the very end, boom, there's just one Earth left and it's merged everything. And it was supposed to tidy it up, but it just actually, it did tidy it up for about a year and then everybody else got confused about what had happened and they all started to refer back to shit that had happened before that yeah. which they shouldn't be they then were trying to get and some other writers were dead you know beholden to it and some weren't and you ended up again loads of mess and they, they did it multiple times they did another one called zero hour where they tried to reset it and it's a problem when you're producing so many stories that you run out of stories to tell and yeah. you then forget, and other creative teams take over. Like you said, that's a strength with The Walking Dead. It's a strength with Tomb of Dracula and some of us that have had a strong creative team for a long time. Yeah. Like Bendis was working on Daredevil for a long time, and he was able to, over 50-odd issues, tell a very long operatic story that yeah. never once contradicted anything. But normally a new creative team will get, oh, and they just make mistakes. 
Yeah. They make mistakes. Or they I mean, want to put their yeah. own mark on it, and it's well, they make their own, they put their own mark in it, and it feels different. That's a different thing. I don't mm. mind that. Like no, right at the moment, whether they're doing that by changing some of the continuity. Yeah, well, that's or, the problem. They do yeah. it by accident when they're doing yeah. that. I don't have a problem with that. Like right now, the Hulk comic has been got it. It sort of. It's got a new guy as the Hulk, uh, Amadeus Cho, and they, they, it's got he's got his fans, but people still wanted Bruce Banner back. Yeah. So they decided, well, rather than than just shitbag shuffle and have him then lose the powers and then suddenly Bruce Banner comes back, you know, they went, well, we'll keep him around. He's popular, so we'll give Bruce Banner his new thing. And, they could, and this comic's called The Immortal Hulk. Yeah. And it's a horror movie. It's dealing with the the body horror, the true horror of having a dual identity with the yeah. other creature that you can't control. It's leaning massively into the psychological damage right, that the, proper Jekyll and Hyde that, 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 that yeah. would do, and it's not been done before. And and with the artwork, they've made um, they've done it more like it's from Bruce's perspective, so the Hulk looks more scary. Than, than you know what I mean, and he looks more weak and puny because he's he's that's how he feels with all this going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do like that, but yeah, over the years you get different creative teams, and they just do different stuff, and then someone down the line writes in and goes, "I think you'll find mm. that when um, he changed into the Hulk, you he, you said he couldn't change on Wednesdays because of whatever, <laughs> yeah. and then." And, and it's all goes like that. So they try and tidy up, but that, but on TV, yeah, this year, anybody um, who anybody who's not seen any of these, my God, there's some catching up to do. You've got seven seasons of Arrow, five seasons of Flash, four seasons of Supergirl, and four seasons of Legends of Tomorrow, and then you'll be ready to watch Crisis on Infinite Earths when the when yeah. it's on in October. I've, it's, Legends is the only one I was watching, and I've not seen mm. any of this year. Yet. It's it's off its rocker this year. It's yeah. madness. It was a it's, lot of fun when I was it's had a, It's had a Bollywood number at one point. It had uh, There was a, a crazy song and dance sort of new musical number at the end. Again, you, Constantine being in it changed the show. Because mm. he I mean, he'd spent the entire penultimate episode of this year in hell. And, and then he met Satan, and Satan was, was free old horrible old guys one's all called one's called Satan one's called Nick one's called Beelzebub yeah and and it was just great I, cool. I love him I love Ryan playing Constantine yeah so and bringing him back from his own show which his show was brilliant shouldn't have been cancelled but it was um then it's quite unique for him to come back and he's not only playing him in this he's playing him in the DC animated you, anything that Constantine turns up with a take on the character yeah I know I know but but mainstream people didn't flock to the show no. they didn't understand what it was going to be well they didn't flock to the film and that was Carol Reeves yeah but the film wasn't the film wasn't the that film was... It had nothing from the comic book. No. I mean, he didn't even look... He didn't look like him at all. He didn't... He, Adam, he was a bloody American, wasn't he, in that? Mm. I mean, it was just ridiculous. The, the whole chain-smoking, It's swearing. dead important that he that the character is the asshole that's in the comic book. Mm. Um, that's the whole point. You've got this character who's chain-smoking, he's misogynistic, oh, but both ways... Because yeah. he's, he's bisexual and he treats men and women partners like shit, you know. 
and he's just always trying to save people and they always end up completely fucked over by a demon and um, it never ends well. That's but, life though, isn't it? I know, I know. So I say you just seeing whatever bits of news we've got. Um, that was quite... I say it's a bit a tough one to follow The Walking Dead because it, it sort of took it, everyone by surprise. And because it's actually very fresh for a change with us. Yeah. <laughs> well, the update, anybody's wondering, oh, Avengers Endgame. Oh, it didn't quite get avatar did it and then it was still crawling along but it slowed down to a slow crawl and i thought oh it'll take a while um if it does slowly get there but then they decided to do the re-release and they did the reissue and that went out and it was supposed to have all these extra amazing things out and then weirdly the marvel team sort of addressed it they must have been reading online how excited everyone was and then they went oh we think we better just sort of pump the brakes a little bit and they sort of announced yeah it's just a deleted scene and an intro from the mm. director and somewhere else and then everyone went oh right and so a it's preview for, for preview for spider-man that's it yeah it's a yeah. well it's like a blu-ray extras then is it all oh, right okay and not many people went and the people that did go were severely disappointed by the extra scene apparently and mm. you have to wait all the way to the end of the the film and it's a scene with the Hulk apparently doing some, and it's unfinished. The visual effects are unfinished. I mean, that's you, a bit crap, isn't it? You wouldn't want to put that out if that was you actually added. Sense. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. No, that is a DVD extra. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. So, yeah. So the end result is this week, Avengers Endgame has has picked up some more money. It's done an extra twenty or thirty million over the is weekend. That all? I know, well, you know, yeah. but it was so close because it's now, as it stands, it's still going to take some more money. It's yeah. still on re-release. Uh, Avengers Endgame is now at two, two $2,765,000,000, and Avatar is on 2787000 Yeah, It's literally 22 million shy of getting the top spot. Oh, you know must what? I think we should go and see it a few times just to take well, it over the edge. I frigging hate Avatar. Yeah. And and the fact that that is still number one movie in Bet- movie history. Between me and drives you, me if, mad. We put, if we put 11 million each, in, yeah. we can put that over the top. Yeah. There is there is um I mean, it is a shame that what they added to it wasn't that little bit better. And it, it really is because that was you know that the Avengers Endgame, remember, took this money without a gimmick. Like no. Avatar was a gimmick. It, it had the 3D, proper 3D for the first time. No one had seen it. There you go. So I just think it sucks that it's still number one. But that's my opinion. I think it'll get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing that got uh, if you're waiting for the new Tarantino movie is gone and reiterated in an interview a couple of days ago that he is literally just doing one more film. He is, mm. and he is ending on the 10th because uh, reporters have gone, well, this is ninth now, so are you serious? And he's gone, yeah, absolutely. I read one, and I think they misrepresented what he was saying. They said, oh. if this does well, that's going to be his end one. No, it's not. That's yeah. not. He's, I don't think he's that's doing true, a tenth but... one. He's doing a tenth one, no matter what. If this sucks balls, everybody hates it, and no one goes to see it, and it's a box office disaster. He is still doing another film. So there's, and I don't think going off the preview previews that are out there and the the positive response to the few people that have seen the rough cut there before and the city 
been shown at Cannes yeah. and it got a standing ovation. I don't see this bombing. I just don't. Not with the cast and with the, the, the very positive response to the trailers. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is with people are used to flashy special effects. Mm. Tarantino doesn't do flashy special effects. No. So I'll be honest, that's a bloody relief. I, I need some time off from yeah, from but, over the top special effects at the moment. But our people, you know, because every single year people's attitudes change to all this. Yeah, we're getting used to just going to the cinema to see some massive budget, massive. I don't know. Well, you've just uh, the thing is, Endgame has rinsed everyone. Everybody's skint. They've been to they've been to see it four or five times, and then these other movies have been coming out, and they've all got oh Men in Black International. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, but also the I'll get it on Blu-ray. They're also not films people are really excited about. They should have been. They should have been. There was yeah. a time when it was a big property that, but, but again, you know. it's not new, is it? But but Child's Play again, that's bombed. That was fucking awful. That was. I mean, that was that took. A, a brilliant premise that you couldn't fail with and turned it into a, a disgruntled employee um, doing a bit of sabotage as he's leaving. Yeah. But it's it, ridiculous. And again, it's a film people have seen. It's so fucking... Sta- it's so boring it's and standard. It's an idea people you know. have seen before. I know. <coughs> but talking about things that people have seen before, how about something people haven't seen before? And let's talk about... Spoiler-free... Spider-Man, Far From Home. Yes, let's do that. Yeah, because went to see this. There was high expectation because of the end game. And, and Homecoming. Homecoming uh, was great. Homecoming well. was good, and um, I enjoyed that. And him in the role, people like him. They've li- they liked him in the Avengers Endgame and mm-hmm. Infinity War. He was very popular. And, yeah, I, I think... I think it lived up to it. I think it delivered. And I think what I appreciated about it is it was a change of pace from Absolutely. from the other. It gave you a chance to just have a bit of fun in the Marvel Universe with some characters that you like without the frenetic pace, the big universe-ending threat. It was well, a, it was a jo- you, you were finding yourself more interested in whether Peter was going to get off with this his girlfriend and, you, or not. You say you that, know. but this still was very, very pacey. Oh, yeah. There, it there's, was, there no, was, there's no slack in there. There was all. a lot of action. It was very, very good. Yeah, but, but, but even just in, in progression of, yeah. of the MJ and, and yeah. Peter story, it was there's a, no slack. It's brilliant. It was a very good enjoyable film and it had and the some of the best pieces didn't involve any of the superhero stuff you know no. they were it was a very touching sort of romance um uh, genuinely funny yeah this um, is lots it. of laugh out loud look moments yeah. from the very beginning and this not, is it. And like i said we can't spoil it this is the problem we can't talk about anything that's because we don't we don't want people to know to know anything really no you're better off going in not knowing anything and you do need to stay for the two end credit sequences. There's one yeah. in the middle and one at the very end, and, and, and you need to watch them both. And, I can't and, say this. The, out of all the ones that you... There's so many times you've watched them and thought, oh, is that it? That didn't make any difference. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. These are amazing. Yeah. You won't know what's going on in the next film if you don't watch no. these. And I'll be honest, from I think what they're going to start doing in the new movies of the next phase of these movies are going to leapfrog from the end of this, the special bit, the bit at the end. The very end. So, yeah. so you're going to you're going to need to see it. I I think it's really good. Again, Tom Holland, brilliant cast. Even mm. the people playing the teachers were good. 
Oh, the, brilliant. The, the, um, the, the school trip aspect and, and the, the school, you know, that, that aspect of it came across really well where you you had a bunch of kids who were displaced. They're, they're out of their comfort zone in a different country for the first time. Yeah. It was and very also good. And trying to be sort of like some at the knot. And... Yeah. Yeah. It was just yeah. very, very good. And, um, of it, and Mysterio, whoa, from day dot, I've always thought, Christ, that's, he's too goofy to be in a movie. He was always one of my favourites in the him. comic book. I loved the way he looked. I loved the fact that the he was a special... and the eyes. And, yeah, I loved, I loved the fact he was a special effects guy from the movies, you know, that, that really had no powers. He was just yeah. bullshitting and tricking people into thinking he had them. And I like that a lot. Uh, now, the question is, have they gone down that route, or is he, is have, because Marvel change everything to keep you on your toes, no, well, is he really got powers? Is he not? You're going to have to go and see it. If you see the trailer, there's mm. a lot of things in there that you, you know, this mm. is a di- totally different take on Mysterio. Yeah, it is. Very much so. Cast were great. Story's good. They, there's very little there. There's a lot of nice nods, surprises, lots of Easter eggs in there. Did you? Uh, and I will say it's not a big, big shock. Uh, keep keep an eye out for the Oscorp building. Oh, I missed that. You see, yeah, so. he's near the end. Well, that it's yeah, you're going to have Norman Osborn in the next one. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Then, spoiler. Um, I think. Well, that's not a spoiler. I think everybody <laughs> wanted him in it because he's the big bad. I mean, and. He's been in it before, and I don't think you can get fed up. I mean, if they can do umpteen Batman movies and keep dragging the Joker out, you can have you can have Norman Osborn again yeah. done properly. If they're gonna do the Goblin, though, yeah, uh, mm. would you prefer to see it as in that Ditko depiction? Yeah, of Goblin, cool. yeah, yeah. I'd or, rather... or a re rebadged Electro type version. No, 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 no. I want, you, you I want a pull it. on pull off mask. Yes, I, I absolutely. Do I absolutely do think that you should just go back to a different lot? I think that Power Rangers helmet. I saw you want to see you can find it online. They did an original um, animatronic head for Willem Dafoe to wear, yeah. and it looked brilliant. It was a proper goblin animatronic head, just like out of the comic books. And for some reason, they couldn't quite get it to work properly, so they stuck him in that. But I think that Power Rangers helmet dates it a bit. So when you're watching that, what I do like, they nailed they nailed the relationship between Peter Norman, who was becoming a father figure to him. That's what part of the horror. He was like a father figure to yeah. him, and then he turned out to be his arch enemy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and he was it, best friends with his, yeah, his son. His son, and... and it was all. It was like a, it was really close to home. And then he was the only person for a while that knew his secret identity, who Absolutely. could threaten his loved yeah. ones. And it was really, really good. That's why I'm, I am looking forward, even though I enjoyed these first two. I'm enjoying. Some of the tropes that I like about Spider-Man, yeah. it looks like I'm going to be getting all of what I want in this next one. Yeah, and they've, they've, they've stayed yeah. very, very faithful to what we love about it while, yeah. while doing a different spin. Yeah, because I didn't like the the college stuff. The Ditko's era, to me, was before my time, and I caught up with Ditko's uh, Spider-Man when he was a kid, still, you know, doing all the college stuff. Uh, I, after. Caught, I caught with it the Marvel Tales. Yeah, and all the that. reprints. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, whereas I did, when I caught up with him first, it, it was right, and it was the um, the Basima stuff. He was he looked that that classic version of uh, that's not the Ditko version, the next one. Yeah. Um, and he got more commercial. It was the and then I saw the cartoon on TV. So it, it was he was a photographer. The Bugle, J. Jonas Jameson's my favourite character in it. I love him. And you've got all of those, those all of those things. And and that's why this bit to me is interesting. And I enjoyed it an awful lot. But the real Spider-Man is the Spider-Man that's swinging around Manhattan, waving at people as he goes past the window. And, and yeah, yeah. next minute, the Green Goblin flies by and then yeah. he he's can't make his mind up between Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane. Although yeah, yeah. I think that might play a little bit uncomfortably these days. But <laughs> well, uh, see, well, he couldn't make his mind up. But, but, but I, know, I know some guys have fucking been in that situation where there's... They, two people and you find something brilliant about each one you know you but can't... one of them doesn't always fall off a bridge yeah there is always that isn't there <laughs> unless but you push them I'll fucking tell you something after what they did with the Amazing Spider-Man 2 I don't think they'll try telling that fucking story again yeah. Jesus well, well, Christ this, this MJ that's in this film isn't mm. MJ no she's not no, it's, no. it's Michelle Jones isn't it yeah so, yeah that's yeah. right yeah it's bizarre that isn't it yeah. isn't it weird that but, but that's just a nod then but. I know it is a nod. I mean, they probably think like, "Oh, we can't do Mary Jane again." No. But at the end of the day, that's who he's supposed to be with. That's the lowest lane of, of yeah, of but Peter the, Parker, but isn't what it? The, what it, at top of my head, mm. they might finish the Marvel run mm. of these movies because the la- next one's the last appearance. For oh Marvel yeah, yeah, absolutely. By bringing in mm. you know, and face it, Tiger, you've won oh, the jackpot. Oh, that, that's such a that's that one of the most be, iconic panels in comic that book could history. Be the, uh, yeah, the end. Oh, it's one of the most After iconic sequence. Why and that screws Sony? That that <laughs> that was that was well. Sony are gonna do a deal with them, right? They've got to. They will watch. They'll watch. They'll watch that film, same as me, and they'll be there going and going. Yeah, that's that's better than what we could have done. We can't touch this. We can't make that film. So let's let's just keep sharing the money and keep it going. Yeah. Because it, let's face it, if they let them do that and they have all the other Spider-Man related stuff, then you've already seen with Venom that there's some of you muppets out there that will go and pony up serious money to see a very very bland movie. Yeah. So it, it wasn't as bad as we expected. Oh, that, what that's, a fucking praise! Exactly. That is, that's like, not really in what 2019. We that's like, never going to get on the poster. Yeah. What a fucking praise that is. Yeah, not as bad as you imagine that, can't you? Do not Starburst magazine. Not as bad as you might have expected. Yeah, I'll put yeah. my name to that one. I don't mind. Anyway, well, I thought I giving it a mark before we just deal with the emails and bugger off. I would say it's a nine out of ten movie, mate. Yeah, I mean, I, I went Very in thinking, thinking about an eight because yeah, nothing can sort of like be great all the time. No, but yeah, it it, it was it was nine and yeah. Just a bit over nine, possibly. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot but of fun. For me, the the end two bits were, were they really tipped it for me. If I was even going to think of less than nine or lower, I would, the, that, that went, I went, no, that's, no. thank but, you but, very but much, it, Marvel Studios. It was a hell of a lot yeah. of fun, non-stop fun, but that, you know, that, them end sequences, if you've not got a smile on your face. Then... Yeah, yeah, you, you will. If you like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies and... You, uh, wait, if you, do love you know the, what? If, if you, you like the, that, if you love the character. If you like the comic book, and you, or and you like maybe the animated series, the the sixties one. You, you're going to find a lot to like in this film. It's it 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 literally gives a lot 
to every different version, I think. And before you know. we do the emails, um, mm. I looked up the, the take for today. Yeah. For Spider-Man. Okay. Because it's unusually opened at a Tuesday worldwide. Yeah, it did. 39 million in the States. Yeah, well, there you go. For the Tuesday For opening. Tuesday. That's Christ. broke the Tuesday record. some people staying out late on Tuesday. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, emails James Sheldon saying, talking of horror, how come you don't do not cover it more? They don't let me. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of other stuff on, isn't there? And it gets squeezed out sometimes, but well, I love horror. Let us he know loves, what he you loves want, horror. What you want to hear about. Yeah. But that, that's a good way of uh, us happy sweat, to swaying us yeah we're happy to uh happy to do that um gary sutton saying hi mike i don't know if you remember me i used to email in on a regular basis about two years ago since then i've been working in the states near tulsa i am home now thank god this this show and the candidates helped me keep sane over the last few years oh thank you for saying that that's nice i would like to inform you that fab radio international is the cult listening over there i was proud to say it is broadcast from my old hometown great show as usual well, gary well thank you gary that's, that's really amazing cheered us up no end that that was a nice one Riffers and, all like that. yeah and shelly's saying just saying hi hello shell how hello. are you doing hope you're okay and helen's saying i'm martin and mike do you think we are oh, coming I've, I've, I've increased. I'm, I'm above you now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think we are coming to an end in the superhero film sort of phase now? I think it's going to hit a pinnacle where people are, mm. get tired of it. It's interesting. We, we noted it last night when we was leaving the cinema. Mm. There's no more Marvel films this year. No. Well, they. I believe they. As I said, I think they know that they've they've literally rinsed you with Endgame. It was on at the cinema for a long time. People were seeing it multiple times. Everybody I know that went to see it has seen it more than once, and that does not happen now. So you've had that. Then you've got uh, this. Captain Marvel did. It didn't do as well as Marvel Studios were hoping. That was a bit of a disappointment for him. But still, it was a big box office hit you know mm. it's that when when you're saying something's a, a letdown with marvel studios it means it's only took 900 million you know yeah which is uh, it's crazy. only took a billion and yeah a billion you know <laughs> it's crazy isn't it but but no they they they've done really well so no i think that sci-fi at some point is going to start to emerge again i think people are going to want to see some commercial sci-fi at some point because that goes in cycles you do get 10 years where there's not a lot of it about and then and now those Tom Cruise type sci-fi vehicles seem to have dried up a bit I think they're going to st- come back not with Tom Cruise I just mean more commercial more commercial sci-fi and I think that superhero films eventually will settle down so that you've not got as many I do mm. think that I don't think they're going to go away though because what you've got so many comic books that haven't been adapted and there's more being created all the time. Not getting as much money. Yeah. Or it looks like there's a downward spiral. They'll stop. Oh yeah, they'll stop, but then they'll go back to it again. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. It'll, it'll go in cycles. I think they're here to stay. Is the answer. I don't know if that's the one you want. I think they're here to stay, but they're never going to. I think this is the golden period where they're just massive. You know, yeah. this is like the period when sci-fi movies in the fifties were massive, yeah. and they, they every every bloody horror film, in the thirties, yeah, and the yeah. horror in the thirties, and and this is that era, and if it, and as you've seen with horror and with sci-fi, they haven't ever gone away. They've just they go in ebbs and flows, and I think these will, and I think Marvel Studios have done 
I think they've done something incredible. I mean, it's a great experiment that worked really well beyond, I don't think even they could have hoped that they'd take the money they've taken with these films. But no, there's only so long you can keep this pace up. And I think Marvel Studios eventually probably won't be bringing out quite as many. And they they might just tell specific stories for a certain amount of time and maybe reduce the characters they're covering. But no, you you'll get it waning off in a bit. I do think that. But... Yeah. It's, it's certainly had a good run, hasn't it? It's, Ten, yeah. it's a decade. It, so, they've owned, they, I mean, Marvel Studios have owned the last decade. They're not complaining about the money. No, they're not. And, I mean, my God, you've had three movies here. If this does what even Captain Marvel says, then you're talking about, you know, four billion. Four billion they've made from three movies they've released this year. It's insane. So that's almost as much as we make with a magazine. Indeed, there yeah, they're catching up with us. We'd yeah. better get a move on and get get the next issue out and do a good <laughs> job on it. Anyway, well that that's about it. As I said, we're back uh, next week, and then the week after that, I think we'll be doing the move to eight o'clock till ten. In the meantime, I've been Mike, and he's been Martin, and we will see you next week. Thousand centuries You don't know where you land It's so dark in mythology Treasures of history To be found the legends of time All the handiworks remain Only the dream Listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar, Portland Street, Manchester. And welcome back to Fab Radio uh, International. And this is the... Uh, see, I fucked up then, didn't I? I do that all the time. I fucked up then. I on really my show, did. on a yeah. Tuesday. It's right. on rock and roll. <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> and welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. I swear it's the heat that's that's making me make yeah, mistakes. but don't swear. Anyway. Right. <laughs>